All right, Dad, you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. So this is another episode of Mad About Sports. We are on episode 10. Exactly. And I think that it's appropriate. Yes. Being that it's our 10th podcast episode about Mad About Sports. Yes. We should have a toast, a tequila toast. We got it. You got me a shot of, what is this? What are we Quavo Gold. Quavo Gold. Okay. To the 10th episode. To the 10th episode. We're sitting across the... We're doing social... (laughs) We're social distancing, so here we go. Take a shot. (sighs) Not bad. No, 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 not about it. Okay. So to number 10. And we did all of this without sports. Right. Isn't that interesting? It's it's really crazy. Uh, But we're living in a crazy time. Right. You want to talk about that before we get into the episode? Well, uh... America is, is had a perfect storm happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pandemic uh, hit us very hardly, and that created an economical piece that got millions of Americans unemployed. Right. And thirdly, you had uh, something that's been going on for the entirety of this country's history. Right. Absolutely. Uh, for the past. 400 years, I want to say, when the first slave came here in 1609. Mm-hmm. But also, um, we have to keep understanding that the Native Americans... Right, this was they, their land. This is where they created genocide also against them. Right. Uh, but a, a situation that had occurred in Minneapolis, which kind of brought to front something that's been going on for a long period of time. Absolutely. Uh, Basically, it was a modern-day lynching. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, knee, the man's knee on his throat represents millions, thousands of black folks that died of the loose around their necks. Right. Uh, not only for uh, reasons to demonstrate white supremacy, right. but to send a message to the black community that right. this is what's happening. Right. And uh, as we're today... Uh, we're still experiencing some of the outrage, not only in America, but across uh, all over the world. That's what the best part is. You see everybody which, taking part in this. Which kind of go back, and I'll, I'll make this a very brief, mm-hmm. of the uh, over 600 years of European dominance. Right. Which kind of shows that um, white supremacy in, in, a, uh, in this manner today. Right. So that you have countries in France, in Germany, and um, other European countries that have African citizens, people of color, right, that were part of their colonialization. Right. No, absolutely. You've so, got all the history, Dad. No problem. <laughs> so got all the history. It, and, and, I, and I feel that um, it's, a t- it's time to recognize that we're all human beings. Right, it's been too long. It's it's been it's it's been and it overdue. doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, they one of the things that you start hearing: Why are people of color so angry? The question is: Why are white folks so paranoid? Right, for no reason. For no reason. It's because they know it could be worse. You From know. the history of what they've done to other people, to other people, they know that this. This is nothing compared to what it could be. Yes, and it, and, it, and it is a sense of paranoia, and that's a mental that's probably what it is. Yeah, and, and that's a mental health issue. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mental health matters. 
from one psychology major to another. Yes, and shout out April. April just got her master's in counseling. Congratulations. She, yeah. yeah, she graduated from Penn. Right, take it host to her too. <laughs> so that's that's my little uh, input into that. That's good stuff. Right? Yeah. Love it. You want to get into sports now? Let's get busy. All right. So the NBA is our first topic, right? They're supposed to be coming back um, in July. Yes. All in Orlando. Everybody going to Orlando. Yes, and they're going to play uh, eight games to start off just, I guess, so so that they can get into some rhythm. Yeah. And I believe that the couple of teams that were on the brink of not being in the playoffs or not, that might decide their positions. Right, yeah. And um, I think what they were talking about doing is for all the other teams, they were trying to figure out something to keep them active. Because if they don't do anything, they te- technically wouldn't be have or wouldn't have done anything from March to December. So like to be inactive and not in any organized sports type of thing. They're playing basketball. They can go to the local YMCA. I know, but as street. a team, you got to practice as a team. Think about it. They're only concerned about these eight teams, so they want to do. I think they want to do something for the other teams who didn't make it to the playoffs, so that way they could still participate in something. Because if not, it's from March to December. That's a long time. It's like nine months without doing anything. Well, they're they're, they're professional athletes. <laughs> they're getting paid a lot of money, they and, are. And, and they can find opportunities uh, with their coaches, with their teammates, run plays or whatever. That's true. Uh, this this nine months of. of this is basketball. That's true. What do you think about them not having fans? They're not going to have anybody there. It's just going to be the teams, right? Right. I've been watching that Korean baseball. They should have uh, stuffed animals like <laughs> the stands. And the cheerleaders. And the cheerleaders, too. But that's another. We'll get to that later. Right. So um, what do you think about no fans? No nothing? Well, the thing that's really crossing my mind or what I'm hearing mm-hmm. is the fact that uh, you have these elite athletes that right. are used to staying at five-star hotels right. and being pampered here and there. That's not going to happen. You don't think so? No. Why wouldn't it? Because there are, there's only one Four Seasons there. I mean, I, you said there's only one. Okay. That's true. I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> and second of all, they're going to try to minimize the amount of support staff there to wait on them oh i believe that you know so yeah you're, you're gonna they're trying to eliminate as many people as possible right so that way nobody gets yeah, sick. exactly did you hear that if somebody gets sick they have an opportunity to sign somebody else before the playoffs well if they do yeah. would that individual have to be tested also and- so that was the argument um they were talking about how that if they do bring somebody in they would have to quarantine them and For 14 then- days Right, right, and then, but by that time, the person who got sick would probably be better by yeah, that he'll point. Probably, so uh, they, that was like the debate: like, would it even be worth bringing somebody in? Well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. how do you determine sickness and illness because of the fact that they test, tested positive yeah. for the virus? Well, people who test positive after 14 days go through quarantine. They're healthy people. Exactly. Now, if he's goes is hospitalized. Because of some other conditions, right? Uh, that's a different story. So, and that G League person, unless they are already, or I think a free agent. So it doesn't just have to be a G League. It's G League or like anybody who's a free agent who's like not playing. Well, that 
person right. would have to, no doubt about it, be tested. Right. So that's I think that's where the debate was. Right. So like, right. yes, they have that option, but like, is there even a point to have that? Because by that time, the sick, whoever was sick would probably be better by the time they would be eligible to play. Well, they could probably implement a group of people, designate them that. Right. Um, have them in quarantine or on the campus mm-hmm. for um, possibility of being a substitute for... Just in case. Like, just in case. Just to have more players, yeah. It's just like having, instead of having like 10 players, have 12 players, two that are in quarantine. Just there. Yeah, Except, just in case anybody in case, gets... Right. Yeah, no, that's smart. And um, it should be interesting. What do you think about the new season now? So they're going to stop in October and then restart December 25th? I believe they'll, they'll start around Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then you'll have a shortened season again. Right. And then will they have a full season after that? Are they going to ever go back to normal? Or do you think they'll keep the short season? Uh, in 2022, mm-hmm. uh, God willing that uh, there's not any real serious effects from this virus. Right. And uh, and America's still America. We're <laughs> <laughs> still out here. <laughs> that's another that's another Right, problem. right, right. But do you think that they would keep the shortened season, keep it from December to July and then pick up again? And would they pick up again October? Well that's what I'm saying. In October twenty two. Oh so then they would be regular by that point. Right. Okay. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Speaking of that twice a year, we could move right into baseball. Because what would become of baseball if they did not happen this season? There's a, there's a strong possibility that baseball might not have a season. At least right. major league baseball in America. Mm-hmm. Which could affect, you know, minor leagues and the whole nine. Yeah, yards. absolutely. Um uh, Right now, they're negotiating both players and the ownership about divvying up the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the players aren't moving. They still are at this position that they want their full salary. Salary, yeah. Uh, and the owners want to give them 75% right. of their prorated salary. Which is ter- So I didn't realize the average salary for a baseball player was so low. And then you had a stat that said the top 10% of players make 50% of the money. Exactly. I didn't realize that either. And But see, the problem is that those those 10% mm-hmm. will only get their salaries prorated at 75%. Right. They want all their money. Everybody wants all their money. Right. Imagine if you're one of the people making $2 million and you're getting your salary prorated. Right. Right. Like, that's, that's not enough either. So I don't even blame them. And again, one of the things that uh, the Major League Baseball Union wants is that the owners open up your books. Right. I mean, they're gonna. They're all of a sudden they're ca- crying poverty. Right. You know, there's no real poverty amongst not baseball players. <laughs> and, and that's the. And I think that's the pu- the public interest is the fact that you've got billionaires and millionaires right. arguing, and um, I feel that there's a probability possibility that. If they don't play baseball, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, um, Major League Baseball might be, I don't know. It could, well, that's why I wanted to bring it up right oh. after the basketball season. Yeah. Because if the basketball season is technically like, it's basically twice a year and it's taking over the summer, nobody's going to pay attention right. to baseball. Right. Right. So that's yeah. why I wanted to bring that up because it could, it can potentially go away just because it, 
if basketball, like usually it's like what's on in the summer, but if basketball is July through October, that's what's on. Mm-hmm. And basketball gets more, it has more impact than baseball. More, more people are watching basketball. And check out the NBA with the WNBA. After the NBA is through, mm-hmm. they could have another extension of two or three months of the WNBA, and then you're right back you in just the... Have, yeah, you got right basketball all year round. And then you're in the NFL. Right. In college football. But you're watching the Korean Baseball League right now, because that's what's on right now. Right. Right, right. How is that? I don't know anything about um, it. They're color, They're the only ones that are playing baseball, first of all. In Period. This, in the in world? The world. <laughs> um, I, I was talking to my brother Guy, uh-huh. who turned me on to this Korean baseball, that there was playing at 5.30, but now ESPN has it in the afternoon. Right. Uh, their baseball, they, their, their skill level is still a little low. Okay. Um, but it's interesting baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they play... I would say triple A type of baseball, basically. Is it still nine innings? Nine innings. Okay. Uh, they have cheerleaders and, 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 they, and they got stuffed animals. Even these cheerleaders. And they got stuffed animals, SpongeBob and all Get kinds out. of stuff. As a, as as the because uh, there's no no spectators. Right, 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 right. You have to say one thing about you know South Korea. Yeah. Uh, they were on top of the virus. Absolutely. Uh, they were ahead of the the curve. They did the right thing. Yeah. And, I thought Japan might be have a because have a baseball, baseball league, yeah. But they they're not pay, playing baseball in Japan or Taiwan. Oh wow! That that's where the ball they that's, and they're the ones who really play. They, they really this ball. is what they, they do really, out they really, there, yeah. And the Caribbeans, uh, they're dealing with the virus and you know hurricanes and tornadoes. Right, exactly. It's not just one thing. Right. All right, but like overall, you enjoy the Korean, but you you like watching the Korean baseball league. I like watching the Korean Baseball League, and second of all, I like they brought this female baseball for ESPN, Jessica, back into the booth, and she's being able to give us... Is she, like, commentating? Yes, again. Oh, that's awesome. She's back. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, she's back. (laughs) Yeah, and and I was concerned because the Mets had offered her a position, and and, and, and Major League Baseball was against it, but this Jessica, I forget her last name. Uh Uh-huh. But she is so insightful, and it's good hearing her voice. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad. I had no idea. Yeah. Do you want to move on to the NFL now? Yes, let's get to the NFL. You had this. You brought this up. Anthony Brown. That's not Antonio. His name is Antonio Brown. Antonio. Why does it say Anthony Brown? All right. Antonio Brown returning to the NFL. What do you think about that? Uh, Antonio Brown will probably never return to the NFL. You really think so? I really believe so. Um, and, That's crazy. Uh, Antonio Brown has burned so many bridges mm, mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. Yes. Not only with ownership, coaches, other players. Yeah. Uh, that regardless of his skill set. I mean, so he has a lot of players on his side still. But, you know, some of those players are, are related to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he comes from an athletic family. That's true. Uh, I think that they're down in Florida. Um, I don't think they're related to them. I think I, it's his cousin and uh, who plays for Atlanta or one of a wide receiver. You, ta- you know, he's practicing with like Lamar Jackson too. Though. Yeah, he's related to Lamar Jackson. I don't think they're. I think they're from the same place. Well, they're. You're like they might as well be cousins. Right. <laughs> they right. cousins. All yeah. right. <laughs> They're, 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 they're close. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat as you, honestly, with that one. Um, because he's toxic. 
um, to a team. Like, you know how they say, like, one sour apple ruins the bunch? Like, that's what he does to the locker room. And he has some mental health issues that he needs to address. This is, you know, that and is And it's, it's unfortunate, you know. Um, we, we have a tendency to overlook um, mental health issues and other type of health issues uh, when you uh, put monies uh, in front of it. I'm going to pause you right there. Not even money, but I feel like just in... I'm going to just narrow it down to the black community. I feel like there's a stigma with mental health, um, especially with men. I don't know. You can probably talk. Uh, we, we, we'll have to do a whole segment of it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because of, you, know, you know my history. I worked with, in the mental health community for... Um, Your entire job. No, no. Well, three, three or four years with people that were mentally ill right. and homeless. Yeah. But with addictions and things of that nature. Right. But... Um, that's a whole that's a whole program of itself. I was just making a little side comment, you know, mm-hmm. since you were talking about his mental health. Right. I I feel like that's also like not even with just professional athletes, any athletes, any person. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. Uh, the black community we have a tendency to hide that. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But um, you're right. He does have mental health issues. I I also agree. I don't think he should come back. Um, yeah. But it looks like they're trying to get him back. Like, a lot of people want to see him play. Yeah, a lot of people like to see me play, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, did you see Roger Goodell's video apologizing, saying that he was wrong for what he did back in 2014? You know, um, I investigate people's backgrounds. <laughs> Roger Goodell. Yes. His father was a liberal senator from New York. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. I did not know that. Uh, And I just found this out just the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. So that um, he, no doubt about it, has pretty much an open mind. It's unfortunate that he represents... 32 individuals. Right. That, that may not that have, have that open mind. Exactly. Right. 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 What do you think about the owners not saying anything? That's what, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I'm talking that about. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like it's like sincere? Like, how do you think? I feel like it's a difficult time for the NFL players right now. No, it's not a difficult time for the NFL players. It's not a, a difficult time. It's a difficult time for the entire country. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm ta- I know that. I'm uh, and, speaking and, specifically to sports. Well, when you have a situation that that kind of have you have a seventy percent of the individuals that plays the sport right are of color. Yeah, and there are. Less than one percent, and I believe that the one percent is a Pakistanian who have ownership of the Carolina team, and mm-hmm. an Asian woman who is married to the owner of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. it's like nothing. So, and there, there's no black or Latino owners. Right. Um, that gives an, an image of. Of some, I don't want to go there. Uh, no, it's fine. But speaking of that seventy percent, what did you think about what Drew Brees said? Well, Drew Brees, unfortunately, is working from a whole different um, mindset. 
So here's my thing, right? If so, he's the quarterback, right? right? Um, he's playing in a a very New Orleans is like historically black, right? It's it's, it's got a lot of right, yeah, yeah, but it's got a lot of culture there. Yeah, they got a lot. Um, and then he's probably played, as you said, seventy percent of the NFL is probably black. So like, let's just say there's fifty two people on the team. About like forty are probably black. So it's like he didn't even think to run it by his teammates. Like the majority of people he's around is black. So you would think that he would like. What do you think about his apology? Is what I should say. Well, he had to apologize in, in order. <laughs> In because order. like his teammates were like Come enraged. On. Well, one of the things that you have to people have to keep in the mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at sports, right? We look at teams, right? We look at locker rooms, right? They are very uh, isolated places, right? Okay. Now, once you leave that locker room, but just sp- they're spending a lot of time together. Not all the time. That's true. Once you leave that locker room mm-hmm. and you decided to go have uh, dinner or whatever at maybe a selected type of country club that may be exclusive to people of color. But you don't think that they're all going out to dinner together? No. He's no. not making any friendships. All you guys I, know is each other. I, You've no, played no, against no, each other. No, 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 no. You, you're, you're, you're assuming that. You're right. I am assuming that. Um, yeah, you, but my quarterback. We, we, we don't know where after they leave the locker room. Yeah. How they go about to engage socially. Facts. But did you see what my quarterback said? Go ahead. Well, he said that even though he doesn't understand, he is with it, and he doesn't think because you know, like Wentz is very like into everything. Um, he's got that AO. 11 or AO1 type of brand, whatever that is. Um, He said that even though he doesn't come from it, he still doesn't believe it's right and he wants to be there. So why? That's Wentz. Here's the thing. When Wentz asked some of the wide receivers to come up to North Dakota. But all I'm saying is... No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Right, but what you said about Drew Brees could totally be said about Wentz. But his statement was like... Polar opposite of Drew Brees. Well, because you have a person, Drew Brees is damn near 40. Carson Wentz, Carson is, 27. Wentz is 27. You're right. Okay. It's age. Age does play a major and, role. And, and age has a lot to deal with the contacts and the relationships that one has. That also very true. Because you're right. Carson did reach out. Even though they didn't come, he made the effort. So that's also important. Right, right. That's important. Okay. All right. I just wanted to see your take Think on that. Think about Drew Brees has been in the league for almost 20 years. That's why it doesn't make sense to me that he would say this because he's been around this for like 20 years. 20 years ago, how many, how many athletes were speaking out about that? That's true. Nobody. Nobody. You know. You're right. Athletes did not. But look, I'm so glad you brought that up because we could go into the old school versus new school. Okay. Muhammad Ali versus Colin Kaepernick. That is... Once you said how many athletes are speaking up, I'm like, this is the perfect time. Yes, yes. Boom. Uh, here we have um, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, who's changed his name. Right. Uh, on June 4th, 1967, right. they had the Cleveland Conference with uh, Jim Brown and heading the conference with 
Bill Russell, right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, get out. Um, uh, Bobby Taylor. Uh, there were there were a, um, a slew of black athletes, mm-hmm. and they went up to, to Cleveland for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first reason was economics, believe it or not. Really, um, Jim Brown, who's who has his uh, bachelor's of uh, of arts from Syracuse in economics. Okay, and he had started this economical piece after he left the NFL. Okay, and he brought Look in at the history. He brought in uh, uh, prominent black athletes at the time. Right, and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Was the youngest at seventeen years old. That's this is could prior, you imagine me in seventeen? Seven, eighteen years. Yeah, prior to him boycotting the nineteen sixty eight Olympics mm-hmm. uh, for an economical piece with um, uh, Ali's um, agent was because he had this closed circuit piece mm-hmm. and he was and uh, Jim Brown wanted to engage some black men, right. Bill Russell, into participating, but also. To support Muhammad Ali. Right. Now, here's the greatness of Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact of how they were going to work this out. Right. His stance was, I am doing this because of my stance, of my religious stance. Oh, okay. That my background, religious doesn't allow me to participate in this war. Whereas... Colin did it for social injustices. Right. Completely different. Yeah. No, same same, well, same kind of. Well, but same. Muhammad is more so basing it off religion. Colin's like, I don't care about religion. Oh, good call. I just want the social injustices in my community and everybody's community to just stop. That's what he was. Again, you're, you're, you're looking at uh, in a time zone. Right. That, 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 um, that type of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, in the um, mid '60s, when right. I was, when I, and I, matter of fact, I remember the conference, and I, uh, and I salute them, and I was, and with Ali taking this stance, regardless of the economical piece, right, and having um, Jim Brown and Bill Russell and uh, um, Kareem and, and a whole about ten or other at this um, conference mm-hmm. in Cleveland, backing Ali. Yeah, no, it's good that. So I feel like the NFL was a little bit different though, because at least they had the conference, right? It was weird because the only I feel like the only reason people didn't back Kaepernick is because like Kaepernick, he still doesn't have a job. Like let's not forget right. he's still unemployed. Um, but this is also current, so that's a major difference as well. So that here's the <laughs> here's a crazy thing about it. Yeah. Um. Forty years later, I'm not going to be on the face of this earth. But forty years okay, because it might be impossible. Forty years after Muhammad Ali took that stance, mm-hmm. so that will shoot us from 1967 right to 2000 right when he passed away, mm-hmm. he was looked upon as one of the greatest athletes that walked this face of the earth. So I feel like it would be hard to see Colin Kaepernick as that only because right now he's not pl- like he's not in the we league. Don't know. Right? Exactly. So we, we don't, don't know. So that. I can't really place. We, 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 that's we, the we, difficult we, part about we, it because it's so We current. don't know how. Yeah. That how it's going to play out. Exactly. We still have some time. So because we're on this topic, I want to jump into Damn Right and Nix It. 
Um, so the first damn right or nix it is going to be, should Kaepernick get his job back? I want to, just because we're still talking about it, it's still current and he's unemployed. Right. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go with damn right. Okay. Uh, for the mere fact that uh, Muhammad Ali uh, was out of boxing for four years between mm-hmm. the ages of 25 and 29 mm-hmm. and 30. Came back and regained his title mm-hmm. um, against Frazier, some fights in George Foreman. Right. And Kaepernick is still 30 years old. Yeah. And we have people, and this is 2020, you've got quarterbacks uh, playing into their late 30s. Right, yeah. Early 40s. Yeah. So I feel that uh, Colin still had the potential Right. Uh, to come back, um, and hopefully, as Ali did, yeah, uh, lead Re- whatever, <laughs> lead a team uh, to, a to a Super Bowl, and I would have no problem with that. him coming to the Pittsburgh oh my Steelers. Goodness. I should have knew you were going to say that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what you want. You just want him there. Um, I'm going to co-sign you. I'm going with damn right. Bring him back. <laughs> Especially because if if Roger Goodell is apologizing, right, for that for what he's doing wrong, he never apologized directly to Colin. I understand they settled. It's kinda weird if you would go back to your job after you sued him. But like at the end of the day, I think he deserves his job back, especially if they see that they were wrong. That's the right thing to do. Just give he still doesn't have a job. Just give him his job back. And I believe because this is two thousand and twenty. Yeah. And why the not? conditioning, the, the the type of the type of money that you could play. Yeah, this man could come back mm-hmm. and lead a team because he led. He can, yeah, he, he most definitely can. He so took I'm, the Forty ers to the championship. Though. I know that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. He can definitely do it. And our next damn writer next it is Uncle Paul. Actually, had a question. He like texted into our line, and he said. Um, about the national anthem, should they get rid of it because of what's going like to avoid distraction with sports? Well, what do you think? Not what are they going to do? What do you think they should do? You think they should get rid of it? Damn right or nix it? Oh, I'm going to nix it because they're not going to get rid of it. No, I'm saying what do you think they should do? Not what are they going to do? Do you think they should get rid of it? Yes or no? No. You don't think they should get rid of it? No. Okay. Um, I feel like it would cause probably more issues if they did get rid of it. That's Nixon. (laughs) No, I I know that. (laughs) However, damn right, I do think they should get rid of it only because the national anthem is racist in itself. If you listen to the entire song, it's terrible. The second and third stanza (laughs) is crazy. Oh, no, I've listened to it. I've read the the dangled stanzas (laughs) word for word. Oh, no, not about it. Yeah, so that's why I'm going with Yes, they should. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Let me tell Damn you. Damn right they should because it is racist, but nix it only because that would just cause more issues. One like, of the things that we have to be perfectly clear mm-hmm. about this whole conversation mm-hmm. is what we call capitalism. Facts. In order for the NFL, mm-hmm. the Major League Baseball, right, the NBA, the hockey, <laughs> the, the 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 high school kids. 
the college. That's in true. Order, they're, they're all doing it. In order for them to have people to come into the stands. Yeah, they've got national They anthem. have to have that national anthem. I see where you Okay, I agree. All right, you got me. Now, they, <laughs> now, 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 now I'll, I'll take this one step further. Yes. When I was coming up in grade school, mm-hmm. and even in high school, yeah, we started the day with the national anthem. No, I pledge allegiance. Oh, to, to the, the flag. flag. Okay. Nobody does that today. That's a fact. No, I think you're right. They don't. Well, one, nobody's in school right now. But prior <laughs> to, did you did you say I went? To, I, I did not. Public school, they do do that. I didn't go to public school. They do say the the pledge allegiance in public, in public school. school. Yeah, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't go to public school. It, okay, I they didn't, weren't I, for that. They're like, no, everybody's equal. Those Quakers. Yeah. <laughs> see, everybody's I, equal. See, everybody's I, the same. I, I, don't, I don't remember. No, uh, not at my school. No, but no, I taught at a public school also. At, uh, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. You're right. I forgot and about that. I don't that. recall. Maybe I didn't come at the start of the day. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you not coming. Yeah, it was at the crazy. Start of the day. It's crazy time. It is okay. So that was our 10th episode. I think this was a good one. I loved it. Thank I you very too. much. Thank you. You did a good um, job. Dad actually, like, helped. shout out to you with the mics. You got the mics together. Oh, we got the mics working. Yeah, we got the mics finally working. This is reading is fundamental. I, did, I don't read things. I just do things. And uh, you actually read the manual. And so now the mics are popping. Um, I hope that, you know, even though we're ending this 10th podcast, uh Please be safe out there. Yes. Um, both physically, mentally. Uh, it's uh, it's a new day. It's a it's weird outside. It's a new world. Um, be safe if you're protesting. Be safe. Um, just be aware of your health. Philly is now open. We're in the yellow, so you know, like, keep your immune system up too. But um, we got this. Got to make it to another day. Peace be with you. And all power to the people. <laughs>